Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. What's going on, Yankee fans? Chris Nessie here, AJ Bianco over there. Welcome to episode 19 of the Chase for 28 podcast. It is Saturday, May 29th, 2021, and uh, yeah, Yankee Baseball. AJ, what's going on, man? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, Yankee Baseball. We're, uh, I don't know where we are right now. It's like, with the weather, it's like fall baseball. Yeah, the weather it's is miserable here in New Jersey. The Yankees are tied with Detroit, the obviously. horrendous Tigers. The Knicks are down by 14. Nobody cares. I care about basketball, too. Eh, well, as I was saying before we hit record me watching the Nick game tonight is like you watching a random Yankee game in May being aggravated. It's true. <laughs> Sorry, you know, you shouldn't expect the Knicks to do anything. I, I know, but basketball looks so easy when you watch fine. it on television. It's just like, come on. Right. Put the ball in the bucket. Put it in the bucket. Put in the bucket. Put in the bucket. Put in the bucket. That's all it is. Put in the bucket. It's like put in the bucket. Oh, missed. watching a 90 mile an hour fastball on TV. It looks really easy to hit. Oh, stop it. These guys are six, six feet, 10 inches tall. All I gotta do is just put in their Tippy toes and put in the basket. I'm not really a basketball fan. I, I'm not sure if that's coming across. I used to love the Nets, but they moved to Brooklyn, so now I just ignored them. Okay. Well, something we're not ignoring is obviously our beloved New York Yankees. And uh, let's start this episode off the right way. Yankee trivia. AJ, the question I bring to the table this week. Which longtime Yankee pitcher is Major League Baseball's all-time leader in postseason wins? Your choices are. Whitey Ford, Andrew, Eugene, Pettit, Red Ruffing, Lefty, Gomez. Think about it, and we'll have your answer coming up before we say goodbye today. It's an easy one. It is pretty easy. That's a layup. It's a, it's a, you a, son of a... That's, that's a question. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a, question, it's a question the Knicks could use in their game. Yeah, they, they would miss it right now at this point. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. AJ, the chatter. Hey. Batter, batter. Hey. What's up? What do we want to talk about today? I don't know what I want to talk about today because I predicted a sweep against Toronto and it was not a good showing against Toronto. We predicted a split against the White Sox and we swept them. That's good. We need to beat Toronto and Tampa. That's true. I don't care about the White Sox. True. We need to beat teams that we're better than and we're better than Toronto. Like the fact that Randall Grichuk and Lourdes Goriel are beating us. Like who? Who? They're batting like 190. It's like watching Randy Rosarena for Tampa. He has four home runs, three of them against the Yankees. Like, give me a break. 
What about Bo Bichette? I can't get over this. He's actually really good. He's a really good ball player. The kid, the kid's been good. The kid's been good forever. I mean, you you grew up in baseball. Bichette, Guerrero, Biggio. Like you know, those guys are going to be good. Maybe don't pitch to Guerrero. Maybe that's an idea. Stop throwing him a fastball down the middle of the plate. Should watching Vlad Guerrero not... Jr. make us feel ridiculously old? No, because he's like twenty. Oh, so it's okay. Okay. And his dad played forever. That's in baseball. true. <laughs> his, dad, his dad was like in the majors for twenty that, years. That's right? true. Yeah, so it's okay. But I just, I, I just think back to Vlad Guerrero, and there was not a ball you could throw that he couldn't swing at. No, I felt old watching Prince Fielder play baseball because it was like he was our age. Like you saw the little pudgy kid running around in Yankee Stadium when we were 13 <laughs> years old. The kid was living my dream. And all of a sudden he's playing baseball, hitting bombs. That's when I felt old. I was like, oh, great. I don't know. So we got some, uh, some mesh news or cue the ER music <laughs> or Doogie like Hauser. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, we could do Doogie. So, uh, Aaron Hicks, done for the season. Surprise. Good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good night. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for batting 120 this year. See you later. He's going to kill his career average. You know, that, it, that's really a shame, though, because you figure he would have missed most of last year coming off of the Tommy John surgery, and he got to play last year. It, it, is that like a karma thing? Like, was he just destined and supposed to miss a season of baseball in between most of last year not happening and then the, all the rest of this season? It just, I feel bad for him. I would have liked to have seen him obviously start to play better and now he's not going to get that chance at all but you know Mm -hmm. you know best wishes from from all of us here at chase for 28 on a speedy recovery and uh we'll see him in 2022 maybe see what happens that's true mark Mark Teixeira was never the same when uh his sheath went bad didn't Teixeira have the same problem with his wrist i think so yeah i think so i look i feel for for hicks hicksy i feel bad for him like he, he's just an injury-prone player, I guess. You know who feels better? I hate the sticks. I hate Clint Frazier. I hate Clint Frazier. Why, AJ? I hate him. Why do you hate Clint Frazier? Go ahead. Second time tonight, it's a guy in scoring position. He grounds out the shortstop and the inning. I, I can't stand him. Yeah, why is Floreal not starting today? Florial. He's, did they send him back Get, down? I, I did not check. Yeah, they sent they sent him down Thursday night right after the game. They knew, they knew Stan was coming, so he went down. I don't know why they're not giving him a sky a chance. Maybe he's just not ready. I think I, I think he even played triple A. I think he skipped triple A to come to the game. Oh, he he had limited at bats at at triple uh, A. Right. So they send him down there, get a couple of bats. We'll see him again. We'll see him in July. Yeah. There's no doubt we'll see him in July. If this guy keeps doing this, no, you can't have Frazier on this team anymore. He can't. I don't care how hot he gets for a couple of games. Everybody's told, oh, he's sort of finally starting to break out of it, and then he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and granted, out the shortstop doesn't make us feel good. Not against Detroit. When you're in a tie game, you could have had the win for Cole. Yeah, and it it just sucks if you're going to waste his starts and not perform. Uh, Can't do that. Can't do that. What is he, Noah Syndergaard? Come on. Oh, well, no, he's actually pitching, so he's not Noah Syndergaard. Uh, The the other one. DeGrom. He's not pitching either, so. There you go. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, shots fired. Yeah. Speaking of uh, shots fired. (laughs) Speaking of not pitching. Speaking of not pitching. (laughs) uh, Corey Kluber. (laughs) Thank you, sir. See you in September. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I mean, let's let's be honest. Shut him down. Let's bring him back a hundred percent healthy, and let him tune up in September. If this team is playing in October, 
get ready to go. So I, I heard that on a number of uh, podcasts and radio programs this week. I, I, I am team shut him down and bring him back at the end of the season. Just let him get healthy. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. You know, um, I, I really feel that uh, he is nothing major from what I understand. I, I just feel like he just needs the rest. It sounds, it sounds like he just can't get like loose. And I, I get that. Like, I, I can't get loose at all anymore. My shoulder is shot. So, um, thinking about like a major league pitcher who just throws and throws and throws and you just don't feel it. You know, I don't know. If, I really am curious if a hundred plus pitches just ruined it for him when he pitched a no hitter. Well, to, to again, refer back to the, uh, the Mets, look what happened to Johan Santana after he threw his quote unquote, no hitter. He was never quote unquote. I like hated yeah, that. He was never the same after that. Right. But the only thing is Johan didn't have a career injury log. Right. He was actually pretty healthy going into the, coming to the Mets. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, now we got spots in the rotation to fill. And then I'm seeing yep. headlines and yep. articles about, you know, is David Garcia ready? Is he not ready? What do you mean ready? Like, what, what does that mean ready? I have no idea. I'm, I'm, we look at the game. So we don't don't, know clearly, ready. we don't look at the game the right way because we're not, they're, they're, right. they're not putting Floreal in the outfield. They're not putting Garcia in the mm-hmm. starting rotation. So... Well, look, I, I think I think for Garcia, the reason he's not in the starting rotation is simply because he was getting shelled. You know, like during spring training, he was getting lit up by major league at bats. You know, so I understand why I, they brought then him what down. He's, what he has he been doing for the last eight weeks? Been trying to figure it out in AAA. I don't know what his numbers are. I haven't looked at his numbers. I'll be honest with you, but yeah, me either. I I feel like he has been good enough to come up. I think for him, it's just hitting his spots. Like he's, he can probably do well. He can probably, he's got good stuff. They're great stuff. Yeah. Got to find those spots. So he'll come up, he'll pitch Saturday, you know, he'll pitch Saturday and we'll see how he does. And my fingers are crossed that it's a good game. Well, then they're also talking about bringing uh, Michael King to start. He's going to be a starter, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. He's scheduled for the, well, he's scheduled for the TBD. Yeah. Who's having a great season, by the way. TBD has been throwing it down for for decades. Timeless on the Yankees. Timeless. TBD is awesome when you pitch against the Yankees. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. When there's a rookie on the mound, you know, Man. you know, Whew. you're gonna make moms cry. That kid from that kid from Toronto. There's seven innings against the Yankees. Gave up two hits. Shut out. First career game ever. Crazy. I don't get it. But good for him. I, I got, I'm telling you, I'm gonna work on my knuckleball. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I was practicing knuckleball grip in the car today. Told you I got that, you go. that baseball I carry for mm-hmm. no apparent reason. Apparent yeah. <laughs> reason. Just in case the game breaks out, <laughs> you'll be ready to go. I got a glove and a hat in the front seat. I'm like, uh, I'm small <laughs> driving around Central Jersey. Uh, I was going to say, if, it, if it's the Sandlot, they could use you. You don't have to go chasing balls into a dangerous backyard. Yeah, that would be that would be good. <laughs> um, well, my third headline, obviously, I had welcome to the bigs, Estevan Florial, but clearly that doesn't apply because, well, he's not in the bigs as we record this podcast. So, well, welcome, but see ya. <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. Um, He'll be back. Yeah. Also, uh, news here headlines uh, Zach Britton set to begin a what he describes as being at Somerset for a long time. <laughs> uh, so, he's about to begin a minor league rehab assignment with the Somerset Patriots. And uh, the feel-good story there was that he referred back to his days with the Orioles and how, while he was in the minors, uh, Koji Urahara, whoever that guy Mm -hmm. is, uh, he came down to do a a rehab stint or whatever level. And uh, as the big leader coming down, you know, 
bought the whole minor league team, you know, dinner, took care of food and different things like that. So he said that as he gets ready to be in Somerset, he he looks forward to kind of paying it forward and, you know, being that big leaguer who, you know, mentors and, you know, basically buys these minor leaguers some food. So cool. that's cool. But why is he going to Somerset? Because Central Jersey is closer to the Bronx than Scranton, Pennsylvania, I guess. So they're gonna put him. In, they're gonna put him in Double A instead of Triple A. I guess. Weird. Uh, hey, well, they used to do the same I'm thing when going. they put guys in Trenton. That's true. You, you have a point there. You have, you have a good point there. I don't know if it's a good point. I'm just making a point. I don't know. Uh, also, again, as we uh, continue to make our way through the the uh, this ward of the Yankee Hospital, Luis Severino. <laughs> Let's check his chart real quick. <laughs> uh, his pain management so on the pulse, right? <laughs> uh, he threw this week two batting practice innings on Wednesday and uh he essentially has his full spring training in front of him uh Aaron Boone indicated that the plan has always been for Severino to complete his rehab in the majors so just think three or four inning outings initially when he does arrive when that is I do not know but obviously we're looking at probably at some point end of June beginning of July probably post all-star break cool Again, I don't know what we're going to expect from this guy. When was the last... He did not pitch... He didn't pitch 2019. Was the last time he pitched 2018? And we're still hoping this guy's the savior? Sorry. Like... No, he pitched in 2019. And then he got hurt. Did he? So he pitched two games? I don't even remember. Look. Don't go looking up his numbers. I don't care. I'm not hoping he's coming back to be the savior. I'm hoping he's coming to fill like the fourth starter role. That's... I I mean, (laughs) at that point, that would make, uh, make him a savior, No. No, no, because how many pitches is this guy going to throw? No, I get, I get, he's not going to come back and he's not going to be a number one pitcher. I get that. He might never be a number one pitcher again. He pitched in 2019. He, uh, sorry, uh, he pitched in three games with the Yankees in 2019. He did not pitch at all last year. All right. Now, mind you. Okay. He is only 27 years old. He's 27. 27. Okay. So maybe... He's a guy who comes off of his surgery and throws harder and rehabs it the right way and, you know, take the talent. Uh, Go to South Beach. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just tough, AJ, to be a Yankee fan and talk about hope and, like, wishing. I mean, look, I mean, this. I think we, we got to stop saying being Yankee fan and this, that, and the other thing because I don't think it matters anymore. Like, what do you mean? We have the leg. We have the legacy. We have the name, but I don't think baseball is that anymore. You know, I, I don't think baseball is what it used to be. So you can just kind of put a team out there and be the Yankees and just beat up on people. The name is no longer intimidating. I think for a lot of players, the name is a draw. Ah, nice play. Um, I think the the name is a draw. The name will get them money. I don't think the name is. Oh, the Yankees are coming to town. Let's get nervous because from the from from an opponent's perspective, yes, from an opponent's from yes, I I I feel teams look at the Yankees, they see the weaknesses, and they know how they can beat the Yankees. We're looking at a young Detroit team on this Friday night as we're recording, who are playing against the Yankees and are not backing down at all. There is no reason this game should not be. Eight to one, right? We're we're playing a Detroit team that, before this game ends, they are currently nineteen and thirty-one. Mm-hmm. They're in last place, and again, this game is tied one-one. 
in the bottom of the eighth inning. You look at these guys, and these guys are just like scrappy. They're not. They're not a contender. They're not going to be a contender for many years. These are not household names besides Cabrera, and he's not and, the same. Right, he's, he was. he's on the way out. Yeah, but I, I just I don't know what's going on with our team. Why we have one run on? Say we're in the eighth inning. One run on eight hits. Eight hits. We're leaving guys on base like crazy. It's a continuous story. And I know like last week we were very high on them because they looked good. And they still look good. That's fine. I'm not bashing them. I'm just like, I can't understand why there's so little consistency with this team. Right. I mean, are, play the White are Sox, they playing better than they did them. the first three weeks of the season? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. However, like, like we've said before, and I think I made this point a couple times, winning hides the blemishes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you win seven they straight won. series, exactly. even in those wins, they've not been playing well. They've just won True. the game. You know, I commented to you yep. the other day, you know, yesterday's game, the, the second half of the doubleheader, it was not a pretty win, but they won. They had two horrendous oh. base running mistakes in that game, right? But they won. I, I, they got a W. I mean, I don't call the, I don't call those mistakes. I call the terrible coaching. Right, right. And for anybody who's not ahead, sure what we're referring to, we had two base runners thrown out on balls in the outfield. They were thrown out at home plate by like feet, not inches. The Sanchez one was Yards. super frustrating. Like, one, because Florial smoked that ball. Smoked that ball. There's no reason we shouldn't have second and third. So they send Gary Sanchez on a ball Who that- Who literally just walks to the catcher. The shortstop- He pulled up right. and walks to the, the catcher. Short, the shortstop caught the ball. Gary had just- stepped on third and they send him like first of all coach know the position players Bichette has a cannon he showed that to you the first time when he threw out judge which was a little closer but still not necessary to go on that situation you just now put judge in a situation that he has to slide and collide with the catcher why would you do that i don't understand gary sanchez is not fast by any means, why are you sending him from first base on a double? Stop at third. I, I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. What, what, what was the number yesterday on Thursday's game? Twenty-five base running outs. Twenty-five. I think it's twelve or thirteen at home plate alone. That that's what drives me nuts because that's what shows that like this team is not where they need to be. Is that a coaching thing? Yes, that's a coaching thing. That is not like a player running through a stop sign. That player was sent. That can't happen. Uh, you, the injuries. Well, go I say you were wrong. It's one run on nine hits. <laughs> oh, excuse me. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's not good. My bad. Not good. Hey, on to happier things. I feel like this is turning into a uh, let's review the R two C two podcast. Did you get to listen to this week's episode? First, first, um, are you subscribed? Do you listen on a regular basis? I'm just curious. I am subscribed. I do not listen on a regular basis because I have not been listening to many podcasts. I tried listening today just because I needed something to do. And I only got to like 20 minutes of it because like, there's only so much I can take of the nonsense they talk about. Oh, it's like listening to us, <laughs> but like without cursing. <laughs> what, what you mean? Cause, <laughs> um, um, I was also listening in school. It's very hard to listen in my office when I'm sitting there and CC's thrown out the F word every other, like I wasn't expecting it. He just cursed at this umpire. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, CC, like a uh, good thing. That was also a good tirade, a uh, good friend of the umpires. He's like, no, nah, he, he, nah, they all suck. 
<laughs> yeah, he he is not a happy guy. <laughs> uh, but but so did you get to the Billy Crystal part at all or no? No, did not. Well, that did that's not. the meat and potatoes of the episode, folks. So uh, latest episode of R two C two. Ryan and CC talk to the one and only Billy Crystal, Yankee fan. He's like the Spike Lee of Yankee fans, I think. Because I'm, I would say, so. oh, the Knicks game's even over. Jeez, yeah, they lost. Whatever. Um, but anyway, so uh, Billy Crystal was talking about uh, telling some funny Yankee stories, you know, from from being around the team and everything, and uh, reflected on his experience in 2008 when he participated in spring training as a player, which I know a lot of people were like. That that's a gimmicky thing. How could the Yankees do that? I thought it was cute because obviously we would all like to fantasize about playing as a Yankee for even an hour and he got to do it. So that was cool. Um, there was another story he told and he talked about uh, an encounter with Joe DiMaggio, which was uh, kind of funny. So certainly worth a listen, not around children or people faint of heart with when it comes to language. Uh, but uh Definitely a, a, a fun episode. I, I I enjoyed it. I typically listen to that one in the car by myself. <laughs> yeah, my my ride's too short for for their episodes. Probably another reason why I don't listen all the time. Yeah, that's true too. They're long episodes. They're long. It would take me four to five drives. And Duhar, he's kind of playing a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit hitting the ball. There you go. We'll get a little oppo. Get his power numbers up. Keep the hands back. Just go with the pitch. Looking good. Speaking of looking good, AJ, our third place Yankees are 29 and 21 on the season. That sounds disgusting. Third place Yankees. I know. Third place Yankees, and they're like two games out of like best record in baseball. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, that's baseball, Susan? <laughs> um, I guess that's the, that's the ALE, Susan. Yeah. I, I have adjusted. So for the last few weeks and episodes, we've been doing uh, our predictions and how they're doing on a weekly basis going from uh, Saturday to Thursday. And then I realized by doing that, we never would be including Fridays in the, uh, in the numbers. So mm-hmm. I've adjusted it. So we're okay. going to keep track on a Friday to Thursday basis. Sounds good. So that way it includes the previous weekend series in its entirety. So in their last six games, Friday to Thursday, they are, they were four and two. Again, they swept the White Sox, which was unexpected. As we talked about last week, we expected them to split the weekend, weekend series and do well for Cole and uh, wet the bed with Tyone on the mound on Sunday. That did not happen. Tyone pitched well. Well, they did wet the bed for Tyone, just not the way we expected it. Right. So poor guy. They were four and two last week, and again, uh, we're sitting here top of the ninth. Man on second, Tyler Wade into run, wild pitch. Lemayhew oh, heads one. to first. Wade advances to third. Two all pitches in, the, in that. Well, one out. Here's the guy, Giancarlo. That was not close. That's just overthrowing. That's just like numbers. Like here, this guy throws hard. Get hot out there. And you wonder why these guys have Tommy John. This is like the problem that we had as kids. Like when I'm playing the outfield, and they're like, "Don't hit the cutoff, man. Throw it home." Like okay, and you keep doing that over and over again. No wonder my shoulder is shot, and my elbow hurts. Yeah, right. All right, so let's do hey, this. Uh, Giancarlo steps in. First and third. First and one third. Out. Nobody out. One out. Zero, zero. And Swing and a miss. What is, like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I, I swear he just like swung the bat, like hoping the bat would hit it. That ball was in the dirt. You know, the, the good thing is the other teams have figured out how to pitch the Yankees. The bad thing is the Yankees don't realize the other team knows how to pitch to them. Right. 
another uh, BL1 in the dirt. dirt. That was a little bit lower. It's probably didn't swing. <laughs> I, just, I just don't now that, like You know what? You coach pitches. baseball, that, that's textbook blocking right there. Yeah, that was good. Catcher did a good job there. Smothered it, kept the ball in front, lost control of his fingers for a second. Mm. The 2 1. one. Swing and a miss. 87 mile an hour. Like, yeah, no, it's disgusting. Stan, standing just stepped on the edge of the batter's box line on the third base side. Yeah. Here's what I am you, learning, though. I'm trying to do play by play, and you're just like stepping all over me in the booth. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and quiet then. The 2 2. Enjoy the strike. Swing and a miss. Jesus Christ. By the way, Mr. Play by Play, it was one and two the entire time. I was trying to correct you. Oh. Thanks, buddy. That's why I was stepping all over you, <laughs> trying to help you out. Here, it starts O and O on Aaron Judge, in case you're curious. They don't get a sh- <laughs> It's not like old man softball. You start one of the 1-0 count. With, with the rubber strikes on behind the point. You play with that? <laughs> no, I'm no. playing I'm playing fast pitch right now. Oh, I used to play with the rubber one. I hated that rubber thing. I never knew where to stand. All right, two outs, first and third. Judge in. Soto comes set. Strike. Belt high. How do you call that a strike? Uh, that was it a was, ball, bud. That, that was a ball. It was in the little box, AJ. That was a that was a ball. You're, you're throwing me off here because I'm delayed this time. I'm <laughs> delayed. That was a ball up high. I'm like, how do they call that a strike? They didn't. Oh, they didn't? Oh. <laughs> no, it was a ball. I don't have the sound on, so I, I thought it was a strike oh. in the little box. That's a ball in the dirt. Two and two oh. Two balls. Two balls, no strikes. I think I'm actually caught up now. I, I played with my phone, so I'm good. Okay. So let's, Judge let's go. tapping his cleats or shell on deck. All right, go ahead. You do the play-by-play. No, it's all good. This is your job. All right. You wanted it. I'm going to try. You told me to shut up. I'm going to give it a sh- I didn't tell you to shut up. I said, stop stepping on me. <laughs> 2 Swing and a miss. Yuck. Yuck. Off speed. Awful, awful, down and in. Awful swing. Awful swing. My goodness. It'll be a 2-1 from Soto. Come set. Again? Come on. Well, <laughs> now you know he swung and missed everybody. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just. Yeah. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, first and third. Get ready to lose in the bottom of the 10th, folks. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. Who, me? Yeah, you're you're terrible. How are you just going to like play our guys like that? All right, the 2-2, two, two, Soto comes set, fires. Oh, ow. Judge fouls ow. it off his ankle. He's smiling, though, so that's okay. Soto sporting the uh, the dreadlocks, AJ. Did you ever want dreadlocks? No, no, that is not something I actually thought about ever having. No, no dreadlocks for me. Thank you for asking, though. I appreciate that. Yeah. It'll be a 2-2 from Soto. Right, three, yeah, swing yeah, and a miss. Yeah. Soto is fired up like he's doing something special out there. Blech. And uh, we are tied 1-1 going into the bottom of the ninth in Detroit. Ay, ay, ay. So this is what it's like to call a baseball game, watching it on a monitor. Huh. Not that easy. Anyway, I don't know how I don't know how these guys do it and like don't act like me. Like, oh, that was pretty terrible. <laughs> They're professional. What's he thinking? <laughs> I guess I'm just a fan. What do I know? Ay, ay, ay. All right, Come who's on, hot? Nobody. Who's not? Everybody. <laughs> wow, that's just bold. All right, so what do you think? Who, 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 uh, what Yankee is tickling your fancy right now? Who's who's doing? Who did well this week in your opinion? Well, I thought Judge had a very good week. I thought he had a good game today too. Even though we just struck out. All right, so was, we can't judge him on his one. That's our problem. We judge him what, by, by what we just saw them do. No, I'm not judging. I, I think he had a really good week this week. I think he had a lot of key hits. I think he, you know, the home run he hit on Thursday night was obviously put the Yankees back in the game. 
Um, his average is soaring. He's in the 300s again. So um, I'm all for saying he's hot. He's having a rough, you know, he just, he just faced a 90-something mile per hour pitch right in the middle. So he's a little off. It happens. It's all good. I'm going judge hot. I'll go Andujar. Getting hot. He He's heating up. He's heating up. And that's really all I got. That's really all I got. Because even our pitchers are kind of getting tired. Our pitchers are overused. I still don't think Boone has any idea how to use a bullpen. Yeah, I think that's a problem. I think it's going to be a serious problem. Well, let's hope they're in a position for him to screw it up. Because, hey, you got to be in it to win it, right? Yeah, sure. I guess it's a good way to look at it. I don't know. It's probably a horrendous way to look at it. Yeah, definitely. How about who's not? Oh, I'm sorry. You know who else is hot? I'll give him credit where credit's due. Go ahead. Glaber Torres. You know what? Yeah, Glaber playing well this week. Mm-hmm. Playing great shortstop, too. Which we know had been a problem, but yeah, it's nice to see him actually play some good defense. Can I just say, the game just, in between innings here, bottom of the ninth, one run, 10 hits. 10. Wade takes over in center field. Chapman on the mound. Sanchez behind, behind the, the plate. plate. All right. I don't understand. Like, why are well, we, well, why I'm not going to call play-by-play right play for the uh, bottom of the ninth inning. No, so. that's, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just curious why we're putting Chapman in the game right now. In a tie game, he hasn't pitched in four days. This is a great spot for him. He hates being in tie games. Put him in. I, I, just, I just don't get it. Questionable calls. Questionable. All right. Anyway. Let's take a look at the the week ahead. Obviously, we got the rest of this weekend series against the Tigers, May 29th and 30th, in Detroit. Then uh, the Yankees will be in, I'm sorry, they will host Tampa Bay starting on Monday Memorial Day for a four-game set, May 31st through June 3rd against the Rays. And then... Uh, Friday, June 4th, AJ, when we do the next episode, episode 20. 20. They'll be hosting the Boston Red Sox. Mm, I forgot that was the, next week. For the, for the first time against Boston this year at the stadium. Yep. One of 19. Cool. So, predictions for the week ahead, AJ. What do you think they're going to do the rest of the weekend in Detroit? And uh, those of you listening in the future, you know what happened in the game we're watching. So, mm. tack on an extra win or loss to whatever we say. This is a tough week because I'm not sure I'm not sure what team is going to show up. So obviously I'm a little down just based on their performance against Toronto um, and how they're playing as we're watching this game right now. Uh, I feel like this weekend should be a sweep. I feel like there should be nothing more than that. I, I feel like the sweep is what it needs to be. Um, I'm very curious what the next week will look like in terms of playing Tampa and Boston. Hmm. That could be a that could be two wins. I don't know. So I'm going to go three on this one. Meet next week. You know, you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take one. I'm gonna say four four wins for the Yanks between now and next Friday. Now I just want to say so as we're sitting here recording this. Okay, Yanks are twenty nine and twenty one. They will either be thirty mm-hmm. and twenty one or twenty nine and twenty two. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boston is currently thirty and twenty. Right. The Rays are 32 and 20. Right. In theory, in some, you know, universe, in the quantum realm, Flashpoint, choose your alternate timeline. The Yankees could be in first place after this next set of games. Beat up on the Rays, maybe. Go beat up on Boston. I don't do a lot of math, but if you take three out of four from Tampa Bay and you take two out of three from Boston, I imagine we'll be in first place. But it also depends on what 
the other teams do during the week. Don't forget that. They still no, that right. I, I get that. But if you beat the teams that are ahead of you, when you play head to head, good things happen. So go out and win baseball games. I'm going to say uh, they will take the next two games in Detroit at the very least. So they're either going to sweep the three game set or they will win the series two to one. I'm going to say three out of four against Tampa Bay. And I will, and I will predict two out of three against the Red Sox next weekend. You're picking a lot of wins and our pitching is not, you, you know how I do it. Set. I, I pick the wins. I pick our wins. Pitching is, uh, I'm just concerned. Our pitching is not set. We have three pitchers going over the next four days. Two of them haven't pitched in a starting role yet this year. Right, because what do you got? You got you got Sat- <clears throat> Saturday is Davy. Sunday is nobody. <laughs> Nobody's pitching on Sunday. We don't know yet. They haven't decided that. Right. Then Monday, who's Monday? Tyone. Yes, thank you, Tyone. Hey, Amen. Right, I appreciate your positivity. I'm just a little nervous right now. Well, I look at it this way. So Kluber pitched. Uh, not Kluber. Uh, Cole pitched today. He will pitch Wednesday. So he will pitch against Tampa. And he will miss the Red Sox series. Yep. And we don't have pitching set for the Red Sox series. Right. It's concerning. Right. Concerning. But again, maybe, we, maybe we, again, you never know when that metaphorical switch gets flipped and things take off and good things happen. So I will always err on the side of optimism. And maybe this time next week, we're tied for first, in first, beating down on the Red Sox. We will check in with you guys in a week. But let's finish this episode up. AJ, our trivia question. Which longtime Yankees pitcher is MLB's all-time leader in postseason wins? The choices were Whitey Ford, Andy Pettit, Red Ruffing, Lefty Gomez. AJ, what say you? When I saw that question, I thought I knew the answer. And then I scrolled down, and I did know the answer. It is none other than Mr. Andy Pettit. Maybe he could pitch on Sunday. He'd probably still do better than a lot of the guys. (laughs) Yes, Andy Pettit recorded 18 of his 19 postseason victories and 40 of his 44 postseason starts in pinstripes, of course, helping the Yankees win five World Series. AJ? Beautiful. What's round third? Head for home. Everybody knows we say it every time, and we're just waiting for your opinions to come in. So please feel free to email us, feedback at chasefor28.com. Connect with us on Twitter at chasefor28pod. Make your comments, share your articles, you want to get your voice on the show, let us know. Email us. We'll have you here. And uh, AJ needs a pinch runner. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Chase for 28 podcast. Oh, he's back. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, a little cough. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> hey, as always, we tell you every week, you can support us in a variety of ways. Please tell a fellow Yankee fan about this podcast. Let them listen. Let them hear us. Let them laugh at us. Laugh with us. Tell us if they feel about the Yankees. You can become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend. And of course, grab your Chase for 28 merch. We want to see it at the stadium. So grab it. Chase28.com slash merch. Put it on. Take a picture. Tweet us at chasefor28pod. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. We love you. We love the Yankees. This better be a good week, Chris. I hope it's a good week. And let me just say, the merch would look much better at the stadium than that other stuff that people were unfurling and displaying at the stadium earlier this week. So, get a Chase for 28 t-shirt. Wave that around. That'll be much better. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>